0: Everybody. we're way in advance, everybody, thank everybody. This is Angora Poets World Cafe, broadcasting out of Paris to the four corners of our planet. Uh, we'll be on for two sets, and before we start, I'd like to let you know again, for those of you who are listening from uh, first time or recently, uh, this broadcast will be posted on YouTube, Angora Poets, Facebook, Angora Poets. And yours truly, Mo singers page, and anyone else who wishes to, once we set this up uh, on, on those other platforms, to put it on your page, because you're all good, and you all deserve to be heard, and heard by other people. So everybody, thank everybody. And I would like to start this uh, session tonight with a piece that was written long ago by a beat poet named Ed Sanders, you can call him beat, you can call him early New Age, and it's called Poetics. I have deserted my post. I cannot hold it. Regards to preserve the language, lucidity. Let the language fend for itself. It turned over God knows enough carts in the city streets. Its barricades are my nightmares. Preserve the language. There are enough fascists and socialists on both sides so that no one will lose this war. The language shall be my element. I plunge in. I suspect that I cannot drown. Like a fat brat catfish smug on a hoodlum fish, I move more and more gracefully. Breathe it in. Success written on my mug until the fish police corner me in the coral, and I die." Poetics by Ed Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Do I get some yeah on that? Do I get some Uh, feedback on that? I was snapping. I was snapping. I thought uh, thought that resonates with today so very well. Okay, that was Ed Sanders. And he's dead. And we're not. So we're going to go on now with uh, with our very first poet this evening. So who did I call on who 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 said they were gonna be the first poet this evening? Mo, our our poet tech coordinator, Mohammed Anis. All right, Mo, on to you. All right. <clears throat> this poem is called White Jesus. Uh,
1: Trump is over the White House. Triple K, cue up your song and that star-spangled racist attitude of awesome going on because it's all about White Jesus today, everybody. Everybody praise White Jesus with me now. White Jesus, White Jesus, White Jesus. White dudes are back. Fake news, attack. Alternative facts trumps all his earwax skin colors deep in business, kind of like his hands, Cheetos, fiddling around in Lady Liberty's nether regions. The Ku Klux, coo for coops. you couldn't spell reason to them even if you tried to stir it up in their ABC soups. Miranda, your rights are louder now. Anything you say might come across as conversation, a serious offense in a courtless law. The pioneers of cancel culture are dressed in blue with a polished 9mm. It started with a cancer culture of shooting bullets and reloading with suspicions later, and the First Amendment is now a topic for Twitter's shredder feed. There's a bucket about to scream at me in evangelical Fox News, and I'm thanking God every day for my headphones. My headphones got Trump noise cancellation technology. In fact, my headphone's a university. It teaches Tupac's ghetto gospel and Lupe Fiasco's words I've never said. My headphone is Winston Winston telling O'Brien that he can manipulate human memory and records but he can never take mine. My headphone's a library with George Orwell in 19... George Orwell 1984, sorry My headphones, a library with George Orwell's 1984, moved outside of the fiction section. My headphones, packed with so much tribble and bays, it blows rhythms out of rooftops. My headphones are God's hands telling me what I need to hear. My headphones is a voice of a black man 1,400 years ago telling me to pray. My headphones are the sagely words of Muhammad telling us that his most beloved Ones are the youngest till they are old, the sickest of them till they are healthy, and the furthest of them till they are close. What genres do you listen to? Yeah. So. Uh, Some hell of a
0: headphones you're talking about there. <laughs> yes
1: sir. Yes sir.
0: Okay. Yes sir. Uh, Number two, please, Mo. No.
1: All right. Number two, number two, number two. Right, 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 right. Uh, this one's called Ambivalence. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, this one, this one. I read it last time, but I love, I love it. So I'm, I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, they gave the boy a gun, as if it were school stationery. Its ghost possessing him already was false notions of a world without repercussions. Even with the safety on, it still killed his imaginary friends. The boy had a gun, fifteen rounds at a cartridge, a match made in hell between carnage and his imagination, parenting resting in the cold grip of his firearm in a nation that continues to set precedence for its own ruin. A storm is brewing. Hate scenes are blooming, a population brooding over its imminent undoing, and this clown, of tyrant, this clown of a tyrant is left to keep it grooming. Trump made it clear there is no such thing as an uninformed democracy, instead of population with an idiocracy that hides behind privilege, twisting the image of every fought-for virtue it can lay its hands on. It'll call slander freedom of speech, it'll attribute racial favoritism to the results of the... Of, fair capitalism, whatever that means, it'll fight for virtues that are as synthetic as their understanding of them. A teacher hands the boy a textbook, hoping it would ward off the voices from the barrel, hoping that it would baptize him with enough sense for Socrates to speak to his inner daemon, not demon he looks at the boy in the hope that the gun hasn't killed all the questions in his sleep that a part of him was still trigger happy at being a boy a girl hands the boy her heart eleven ounces of it and an experiment she calls love something louder than the gunshot of his father's twelve gauge they are trigger happy with foolishness the boy is a boy now the chamber kicks back Blood sprays on the book covers down the hallway as Socrates' words drown in the echoes of gunfire. A trail of bodies leaving a nation alive with questions and denial. When the media gossip and the headlines die, when activism becomes sponsored by commercial interests, when the scare causes gun sales to run high and the social justice climate's about to turn desperate, rest assured that everyone's going to be just fine and we'll be Running back to browsing Pinterest, laughing at nine gags while old hags reap the benefits. Merchant of Death, alcohol, gun, and cigarettes will be laughing themselves witless as yet yet another tragedy becomes a marketing campaign they will teach at the Academy. America, it isn't so much with your education as it is with a generation that has more or less stopped giving a damn.
0: All right. yeah. That reminds me, of Arnold's Arnold's Gun Store, come come in Labor Day sale. Free ammo for the kids. <laughs> That's the thing. I wrote that oh. last year. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, Mr. Mo. Oh, and you're right. People that got guns, it's interesting. Different people. Not everybody has a gun for the same reason. It, it can't be brandished as one type. Right. However, when I grew up, you know, in the inner city, there were people who got guns young, and that was their personality. That was it. What I think about, how I behave, how I respond is all about me having a gun. And I remember that. And they sure did scare the shit out of the rest of us. I bad. Well, I'm if I'm you bad. could give us uh, three's a charm, Mo. Three's a charm. Three's a charm.
1: A brown checkered bag sits in the terminal, sad from the way its handle sloped against its bloated sides. It was luggage packed with too many memories, coerced into a knee-bumping dance with its carrier. It got worse on the conveyor belt, worse on the bumpy wa- ride towards the airplane, worse when it was crammed with the rest. Must be nice to be a sentient with lips, it thought. At least when motion sickness hits, they'd have an orifice to relieve themselves with.
0: Okay, thank you, Mo. Wow. All right. All right. Landing like palm grenades. All right. All thank three, you, Mo. All three. Yes. Vicky, speak a little louder, honey.
2: No, I just said all three landed like grenades. Yes, they
0: oh. did. All right. All right. <clears throat> so now I'd like to call on someone who I think is almost always prepared to read uh in advance and that would be Bunny. Hello, Bunny.
1: can't hear you. We can't hear you. Unmute. You're going to have to unmute, Bunny. Okay.
3: Sorry. Okay. Hi. Hi, Bunny. Hi. Okay. I have here my publication, Hashtag Wuhan, which was written really in February when the people in Wuhan didn't even know if it's as contagious, if coronavirus is as contagious as SARS or anything else. They didn't know back then, so... This was written and I have it in two ebooks. I need to open another one in a little bit. So I read first in German, then in Czech and then in English, okay?
0: Well, I would suggest you would read in English first so we have a reference for the German and the Czech. But I wanted to
3: one time test if you guys would understand a little bit. If you go, hear go it twice understand. in a different language, if you understand something, then...
0: I wish we were as multilingual as you, darling, but we're not.
3: Okay, so. the English one, that I, then I read the English one in the beginning and then the end. So okay. the English one is, a, it's a talk with God. Close your eyes and face, corona family, coccidiosis, the pest, syphilis, lepra was big too. Sicknesses claimed so many lives. So many had to leave us. So many had to go to a different place. Somewhere close to, somewhere to you, close. Oh, please, I jump on my knees. Oh, please, don't leave us alone. Oh, please, help us, Lord, help us all. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you.
3: (laughs) That was the first one. Let me find it now in, in German. I wanted to find it, right? Okay. Hier ist ein Gespräch mit Gott. Schließe deine Augen im Angesicht Corona Familie Familie die Pest und Syphilis, Lepra war auch groß. Krankheiten erforderten so viele Menschenleben. So viele mussten von uns ver- so viele mussten uns verlassen. So viele mussten von unserem von einem anderen Ort gehen, irgendwo in deine Nähe sein, Herr, bitte, ich springe auf die Knie, oh bitte, Vater, lass uns nicht allein, oh bitte, hilf uns, fein. hilf uns, Vater. That was the German, thank you. And now comes the Czech version, <laughs> thank
0: you. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but the German... The syntax and grammar demanded, did you use more language in the German translation? Would that be right? A little
3: more words.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I did understand one word real quickly, real well. Which one? Which one? Syphilis. (laughs) Syphilis. Syphilis, (laughs) (laughs)
3: Syphilis, right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, number, so now you're going to do in Czech, are you?
3: Now in Czech. Rozhovor s Bohem. Zavři tvoje oči a chápej. Korona rodina, kóxidióza a syfilis. Lepra byla taky velká. Nemoci stolika život ma zamává. Tolik nás muselo svět opustit. Tolik nás skončilo na místě jiném. Někde blízko tebe, prosím, pane, padám na kolena. A prosím, pane, nenechávej nás samotné. Prosím, pomož nám, Bože. Pomož nám všem. Thank
0: you. Well, thank you. And may I ask you, since you are at least three language lingual, Mm -hmm. um, do you find any one of these three languages more appealing or efficient when you begin to write a new piece, like in Wuhan, the collection?
3: It depends. Well, if I write, it's kind of hard to say. It depends on kind of in what kind of mood set I am to determine the language in which I'm writing. I usually try to write in English, but there's also because I live in Czech Republic. That's why sometimes the Czech words are coming up, and my Czech is not really good. But when I write it, when I write it, it's not good. But spoken, it's perfectly. So I can rhyme, and just uh, the spelling has to be checked later on. So, it really depends what the situation is.
0: Well, Well, I write in English, so my spelling always needs to be Czech (laughs) later.
3: Mine too. I'm going
0: to tell you what, but I'm going to ask you this very seriously. Uh, What mood invokes you to write in Czech? Is there a particular mood that calls up the Czech language to you?
3: Mm, It more so depends if I have been chatting with my American friends or if I have been around my Czech friends. It depends who I spend the time with when I, when I, when I start writing. Sometimes okay. it depends what I'm writing about. So the what also determines the language.
0: Yeah, that, that is actually my question. Are there particular topics that resonate better in a certain language? Like some people like to write in German uh, when they're writing philosophically, for instance.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was just wondering if any of that resonates with you, a particular mood.
3: Not really. Not really. It's, it really depends who, I, who was around me. It's, it's like I have all these languages as active languages inside of me because I speak all three languages all the time. So German, the, the fewest. And in German, I haven't written too much. I have written a few songs in German. And okay. usually I write in English. And if something comes up that, that I've been in love with Czech people, then I write something in Czech as well.
0: Well, all right, well, thank you for giving us an explanation.
3: You're welcome. And
0: thank you, Poets Unplugged, by the way. <laughs> all right, so uh, now I would like to call on, I would like to go from your side of the world uh, over to New York and ask Carrie. Hello, Carrie, how are you?
5: Hey guys, happy yes. to be here as usual. That's where right. I have fun and be myself. And, and
0: after you, I would like to ask Sandy. To follow you. Okay. So, okay, Carrie, please.
5: All right. Um, this is called Chimera of Arezzo.
0: What does that mean? Arezzo, like rice?
5: Uh, Arezzo is a place
0: in okay.
5: in Italy.
0: Oh, okay. Yes.
5: Yeah. All right. A chimera. My ex was both a snake and a fire breathing lion, hiding his two faces well. His dashing Tuscan good looks sneered at me at first glance. His pigeon English sounded so sexy in a Sienese accent, and he'd love to collect art made in the Etruscan age. But jerks don't stay hidden for long. His anger boiled over constantly when his ragu was assaulted, and whenever the neighboring wine selections tasted like random vinegars. All your cuisine is as good as Amtrak pizza, he would often taunt. All Americans must be stupid. I ignored it at first, but then I counterattacked my dizzying intellect, which was my Pegasus. He found a shadowy companion, and he screwed her brains out. So we were soon done. I don't date monsters.
0: A word to the wise. Stay away from Mm -hmm. them monsters, honey.
5: Yeah. Not not a good.
0: (laughs) You're no longer with this man?
5: No, no. It, no. it, 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 It was over in a few weeks and done.
0: But did you get to Italy then, to Tuscany?
5: I did. It's beautiful.
0: OK, see, it was worth something, huh? Mm-hmm.
5: Right. Exactly.
0: You got it. OK, All number right. two, please.
5: OK, this is another um, Italy poem when I was in Florence one time. Um, it's called Afternoon Tonic, or African Streets in Florence. If a tonic could be made from the afternoon, I got lost in Florence streets, discovering a hamlet, seeing children laughing on roofs, Ethiopian fruit sellers arguing and haggling in brightly colored clothes and other Africans conversing in French and outdoor cafes. I got lost there but I found adventure and exuberance for a while. I want a drop of that afternoon to cool me down when hot, to warm me up when cold, to stir up my gumption when boredom sets in, my happy hour of frappuccino has coffee and chocolate in it with some caramel notes, sweetening the afternoon. This tonic helps me now when the kids come in from school. Now I feel awake and alive again. And I dream of Firenze, it's cobbled streets and it's African people setting the afternoon on fire.
0: Oh, that. And African people setting the afternoon on fire. How mm-hmm. lovely. lovely. Yeah. Uh, and of all places, Florence. That ain't bad. Oh,
5: yeah. That's that was my favorite um town when when I was um touring I- Italy in, yeah. in two thousand seven.
0: It, it rivals Omaha, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, can you give us threes of charm, Carrie?
5: Yeah. Uh, this one is from Remember You As I Go Walking. Um, if you guys don't know this, um, the, this is my uh, chapbook of me walking around New York City. So This is another place in New York. Golden Hour. From Avenue A to Abington Square, I trace my tracks toward the setting sun on one of the loveliest afternoons one week before the summer solstice, stopping only for vegan ice cream, handmade by adorable, tattooed, black-eyed-lined angel girls who top up every Sunday with coconut whipped cream and an organic black cherry. That made the trip worth taking. The Lower East Side still rang his punk bell since the early 80s. Young punks still piss and moan loudly on the street under tagged tenement buildings as old timers and confused tourists escaped into rust and daughters and cats. On Orchard Street, I was feeling nostalgic, but since I misplaced the boutique where I bought my wedding dress twelve years earlier, I had no business remaining there. Fourth Street brought me to Cooper Square, know-how. Lafayette and NYU, as the sky slowly turned golden. I wanted some more daytime in the East Village before darkness claimed its hold on the city, so I walked to Bleecker, a special street. Sometimes I wish it was a man so I could both fuck and romance it. As the sky drew bands of blue, gray, and pink, I rode the M12 home, chasing the last magnificent dregs of this golden hour this golden day to evening crossing over the high line lapping by the mighty Hudson towards home to the middle of the city. Uh, Thank you.
0: Thank you. And I didn't know you were married. You were married. Yeah,
5: I am married.
0: Uh, You you say am. You are married today.
5: I am married today to the same man for 14 years. Yep.
0: Wow. So the, your marriage is running against the dismal odds. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really on that Thank one. You. You're Thank you. are you. You're in a low percentile range of successful long term. That's yeah. very nice. Yeah. Thanks
5: That's
0: a lot. Nice. And, and does your husband is, I suppose he's very supportive of you being a poet? Yes. It, it helps.
5: It, it helps. It really it helps. does. Yeah. He's He's in the kitchen right now, you know, trying to <laughs> be invisible.
0: <laughs> well, that's a switch. <laughs> yeah. Tell do, you better get them dishes done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carrie, that was great. And where can we get your book, please? Um,
5: I will. Um, in the chat, I'll I'll, I'll pin in my email. So let me know um i have other books in sale too i also have um hurricanes never apologize which you could also get on amazon okay and but this yeah. one is, is self self-published so you have to you know let me know cool and it's ten bucks each 10 bucks for this mm-hmm.
0: reasonable. Very and, reasonable and everyone who has a book for sale well, uh from a publisher or website or independent feel free to post that on the chat box here so that we can buy each other's books
5: that's great right i i am having a website it's not done yet but when i do i'm going to be selling my books
0: all right very good okay thank you terry we'll see you a little Absolutely. bit later again okay, okay great. so now i would like to welcome somebody who's uh Having their first time with us on Angora Zoom in the World Cafe, and she is here we go Sandy Fiend. Did I say that right, Fiend?
6: Yes, but I I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't read because I I can't stay the whole time, and so I don't want to be rude. I think I should just listen to everybody.
1: Uh huh. You're not well, obligated I'm,
6: to. I well, I hate to be rude. Well, I I'll tell you what read, we're
0: gonna we're to gonna. We're going to some people here, I'll explain something to you and other people. In the beginning, we did have some people, particularly New Yorkers, who wanted to come in, read as soon as they got on board and leave as soon as they were done reading. And I told them in a nice way, save us the trouble. You know, you can be a star on Broadway here. We just share and share alike. Uh, On the other hand, since you've been uh, honest enough to express what you need to do today, then you're here now and let's hear you.
6: really nice. I, I can still stay for like about 45 more minutes. So it's not Oh, like well a-
0: that's a lot of time, lady. <laughs> anyway, like- let's hear from you. We're, we're, yes, let's hear right. from you.
6: Awesome. Uh, I, I'll start with, um, uh, this is the latest poem that I, I wrote titled Triple Imaging. You will be positioned on a movable exam table that slides you onto the center of a magnet. You're instructed as you had with an MRI years before. Your nose will nearly touch the ceiling of the cylinder tube where you'll lie so you know to keep your eyes closed. You were much younger back then and today's unexplained right shoulder pain brings you back. This time a pandemic means you must wear a mask to enter the building, but you didn't expect you'd be told to keep it on during the procedure. You strip of everything but panties, paper gown, mask. Try not to breathe, an attendant's flight directs. But before you burrow, she inserts your right arm into a table cuff, straps and bolsters clamp down. Gandolinium needles, a rare silvery white earth metal into shoulder joint Serves as a contrast material. Helps to get a closer look at any malady. You're only in for 15 minutes. You'll hear banging, but I'll play music. It will help to pass time. Again, try not to breathe. You are deep in the underpass. Your nostrils, little suction cups, take in your mask, arm cuff tightens. Hammering begins its intentional pounding. Rapid pulses of electricity cause predictable shifts result in measurable tissue changes once transformed into anatomic images, along with undesired vibrations that result in banging. What violent rains wreak havoc in your shoulder? What thunders your pain? Seconds of Kansas's point of no return cuts in between hammers paws. It's violin, a thin wisp, tears well. George Floyd and Elijah McClain stuff into your cylinder. Hammering music stops. Attendant injects voice into your brain, a sharp, high-pitched tone. It's been eight minutes. You're doing great, honey. Arm cuff retightens like a knees press. Another 90 seconds of knee on a neck, another 90 seconds for George. How many seconds did he breathe, mama? How many whimpering seconds till the gentle giant silenced? You're doing great, honey, she chirps again. The injection's successful. We've got clear pictures. Clear picture, clear contrast. Contrast this. Two inches above the neck, Elijah takes a shot. Calm down his ruckus, madness of a 23-year-old masseuse. The suspicious summer night by an iced tea humming down your neighborhood street. Keep your hands from ever touching, relieving pain for another Elijah. Tears run down your face, settle in your ears. How many more minutes, seconds have passed? Your ears itch. Panic begins. Hammering slows. Kansas's Robbie Steinhardt brings violin to forefront with his bridge. One more minute, honey. Keep the same position without moving. Stop that heart. Stop Elijah's own violin. There now. You did not require sedation, so no recovery period is necessary. You'll have results by the end of the week. You return to your white cubicle. Remove and discard white paper gown from white body. Put on white street clothes, rings, bracelets, earrings, and all your light white necklaces.
0: Well, that was mighty white of you. Thank you. Uh, actually, I like that poem very much. And, and you immediately reminded me of my one time getting an MRI. Wow. I thought of it like 2001 Space Odyssey, when Hal gets ejected into the, the never coming back cosmos. And I had to calm myself through, what was it, eight or eight minutes or something. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Thank you. Now, can we hear a second poem, please?
6: Um, well, okay. I'm going to be really vulnerable here. I have a, a short, a second poem, um, and I'm, I'm going to make that my second and third because I'm going to try to read it in German and English. Oh, please. I, I used to, um, I took German in high school, and I'm trying to reteach myself, and I'm also trying to teach myself Hungarian, but I'm not going to try to read it in Hungarian yet because I'm not anywhere close. Um, Bunny, you are a tough act to follow, and you're going to be hearing me read in a kindergarten. (laughs) Uh, uh, You were just fine. I loved it. I I can't do this very well, but I'm going to give it a try, so... I'll, I'll read it in English and then I'll read it in German. Make believe fades red. May found half a chair, loss flung abstract on leaf bed, in between smoke bush and honeysuckle. Red paint residue, memory of Adirondacks elsewhere, poems lace touched. Funny how color, even barely left, just specks, can tap your tender. Take you out of state to sunshine of risk promise choice made to believe someone's make believe, and then I'm going to try to do this now. So, okay, mach believer Fadis red. May okay. find einen halben Stuhl verlust gesordert abstrakt auf Blattwech schwitzen Raab und Gräschblatt, rot verbrechte Erinner- Erinnerung an Adelandaks an dem Nordst gedickter Spritzer berührt. Rüstig wie Falva, auch kam links, nur Frecken. Können Sie auf Tippen Ihres Tenders, nehmen Sie aus dem Student. Sonnenschein des Risikos versprechen, Entscheidung des und zu glauben, jemanden glauben machen. Oh, thank you.
0: You be <laughs> speaking, you, you be speaking and speaking, speaking and speaking. Hey, bravo for the courage and and the work that it takes to do that, to get going. That's Thank good. Thank
6: you very much. Thank you. Now,
0: we always ask someone for threes a charm. Okay, Sandy. That's, so give give us a third poem.
6: That's, that, that German will be my third. Seriously, I feel really bad that I can't stay very long. So let's well on. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, if you insist, we wanted to hear more, but okay.
6: I'll come back. Thank okay, you. Okay.
0: Well, you, after hearing what you just read, you are invited to come back.
6: Thank you very much.
0: Okay. So now, if we let's just move over here and ask for, um, how about you, Mervin? Are you there, Mervin? Yes. Unmute, Mervin. Unmute.
7: Okay.
0: Yeah, there you are.
7: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So the first piece I'm going to read. Is from a, it's from a nine-part poem called Three Winters. Um, it just got picked up by the Cape Cod Poetry Review yesterday. Um, the one I'm going to read is part four under the, the section, the second section called Winters of Adolescence Eve. So it just, it's just there's not a title. It's just Winters of Adolescence Eve, part four. <laughs> I thought America was ink on paper, not letters combined in shapes to shake emotions, communicate messages, sing stories. I felt like the unplanned ink blotches before a pen dies, staining fingers. Each school away from a city cultivated ink blotches, black children stretched across paper spaces, our eyes finding each other in horizons of light, our eyes voicing togetherness, not allowing us to unite stains of white page disgust. Good night.
0: Yeah one second one second my son is asking me a question just real quick sure that was it that was a deep poem all right okay so you can imagine the other eight parts right Uh, catching a hint on this one Did uh, they publish all nine parts?
7: Yeah, they published it as a long poem. So all wow. together. OK. So I'm happy about that.
0: And, and we certainly have time to hear more of it.
7: Um, I'm going to give you some other stuff.
0: <laughs> your so, choice, your call.
7: So, so all of it, like a lot of the stuff I'm publishing now is from the creative thesis I did. And so it's all part of the collection I hope to be published in the next two years. Or within, you know, it's a process, right? So, um, what but, do you mean
0: by creative thesis? Are you getting your doctorate or something?
7: So I did it for my MFA, but it's a full collection of poetry. Um, already pieces, the pieces that got picked up by AG&I, African American Review, the Trinity Review out of University of Toronto. All of them come from this one selection. So this makes probably the 13th poem from the collection that's been picked up. So real happy about the way things are going with it. Um, it, Probably next year, the last of those poems are going to be actually put out. So after that's done, then I'll start trying to push to find a a publisher that wants to take on the whole
0: collection. I I would suspect you will find a publisher. So. OK, well, let's hear your next poem, please.
7: OK, so the next poem I'm going to do, um, this is also from that same collection. Um, this was published by Z Publishing, um, Best Emerging Poets out of Kentucky uh, last year. And it's called Nine Nights. So but it's a completely different kind of theme. Nine Nights. I was told that crying showed a lack of faith Selfishness, a show to shadow the truth. Nine evenings in remembrance, celebrating flashes and stories, jokes, songs over strong drink, red striped beer, Appleton's, Ray and nephew's rum. Nine days of preparation, potato, yam, stubborn goat stressed bleating on all fours, for our festivities, kicking, fussing before bloodletting, hung on hind legs, used in broth for mannish water at grave digging, party, socializing each night with band and selector, dancing, slapping dominoes, people praying into mourning. A fellowship of family slides granddad into his burial house, singing, the old parish songs okay
0: can i compliment you on something here mervin you resonate with me like two other two great american writers who left the states and wrote perhaps their best stuff away from the states and that was henry miller and james baldwin and both of them both of them and including mo Sigger myself where, when you leave your country, you begin to differentiate what was truly characteristic of one's country and culture and what you might have thought was, but it just simply goes around everywhere. In other words, you shake the diamonds from the diamond dust. And it happens a lot when one is afar from the homeland. So, you know, no one could, no one would suspect reading your poem that you were living abroad. So, so I guess that's
7: a question for me, because where is really home? Because I was born in England, family's Jamaican, and I've pretty much moved every five years to a different country or place.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: I think that, I mean, for me, that helps my voice because I'm able to articulate different type of ideals.
0: All right. And would you uh, articulate three of a charm, Mervin?
7: Uh, yeah. Oh, James Baldwin. That's why I was doing that, James Baldwin. I, admire him a lot. So um, so this piece, um, and I probably still will not pronounce it right, because I've never pronounced it. I try, but this is where I was last weekend. Um, but I wrote this um, probably based on when I went there more than 15 years ago. Um, and so the poems titled My Peace in Scaven Um which, like I said, that, the throat part is, is hard to pronounce. Um, this is actually going to be published in um, Common Threads this year under the Ohio Poetry Association. So it was not the warmest beach to visit. Skaveningen, Western Netherlands, cradled against the North Sea. Maybe the rainbow tulip fields of Kuchenhof. The ancient wooden windmills between villages brought my melancholy face to a smile on a journey there. A place where I could settle my thoughts in tune with the sound of the channel's tides. At sunrise, I watched stallions slow trot across the wet sand, horse tracks vanishing before children's voices vibrated from playing, making sandcastles in the sun. I could feel the fragile cracks of my marriage quivering my skin in the cold air. Even scavengers, seagulls, fleeted away, sensing my sadness the long pier there is a century old four circles and a spiral buildings a place of refuge mesmerized me by the north sea's waves across to the horizon
0: wow Okay. Well, that was very nice. Thank you. And uh, j- just between you and I and everybody else on this screen, did uh, that fragile uh, love affair, that marriage, it, did it continue on? Has it continued on?
7: No. So so being back in Skavenigan with my current wife, I wrote a second part to that poem showing the growth. But the thing is, the place where I went to even that went through its transition and changed. So I compared its transition to my transition.
0: OK. And I, I bet your current wife, or your second wife, is pleased to know you wrote uh, a follow-up piece to that first piece, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? If I was somebody's second love, I'd sure love to hear something about me <laughs> after they talk so tenderly about somebody else. <laughs> right? I, I'm just filler for the while, you know? <laughs> She got me on the lottery. Right. <laughs> Needed to pay the rent, so I'm here. You know, but that's cool, man. That's, in fact, that's not cool. That's very nice to do. So, uh, appreciate you. And stay around for the uh, second round again, Mervin. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, now I would like to... Hello, Vicky. Are you there now? Hello, Vicki. Yes, I'm here. Okay, so... Well, let let let's uh, hear somebody from uh, Florida. We're moving around the continent again, around the terrain again. So, Vicky, welcome, and what would you like to read, please?
2: Okay, I'll do one of my older ones. That, okay. Um, from about 2000, about 2014. Okay. It's called America Jack.
0: Okay, America Jack.
2: And, um, yeah, America Jack. And it goes like this It's like being snatched out of your car by gunpoint. It's like being yoked up in the collar by a robber. I call it America Jack. America Jacked, jerked, played, pimped. Conned, duped, fooled, and tripped. It's time to get the facts and fight back. Why keep flip-flopping like a flounder? Get a grip, let go of the old, get a handle. It's a scandal, shoot the dice, take a gamble. Anything is better than this for sure. You can't keep feeding us this manure. Do something, make a choice, speak up, use your voice. We cannot let them get away. Stop the game, I don't want to play. Find a hole and dig your grave unless you decide to be brave. Stop the madness, get a clue, USA don't care about you. Stop doing what you're told to do. We are the ones who make the rules. Now we're being treated like we are too. It's a mess. Can't you see? Where's your eyes? Have you no ears? There is no time for being scared. Young, old, black, white, yes, your dog is in this fight. Think he's, think he's not. Stop and think. Soldiers, civilians are all going down. The ship is sinking, It swim or drown. The time has come. The time is here. Cowards out. We have no time for fear. Cowards will let the children fight. Open your eyes and get a clue. If you don't, we all are through. Band together. We can hate later. It's just like being on the front line. You don't care who saves your life. You need a heart, a kidney, or a liver. No one asks what is the color. Let's get through this. Let's pull together. We can decide who we hate later. Right now, our enemy is common. We all need to solve this problem. Do what you can. We cannot wait. The time is now, it's not too late. We've been sold out, been jacked, played and pimped, conned and duped, fooled and tripped. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Reach for your Bible or reach for a gun. Who can bring back your son? They steal our money and tax us too. Then make people think it's charity we're getting. When it's our money that they are outletting, sending soldiers home broke with no place to call home, medical treatment interrupted, waiting on checks while their lives are disrupted. America's being jacked and smacked like a $2 whore. And I don't know about you, but I'm mad as hell. And my head is out the window and I'm gonna yell. I can't take it anymore. In peace.
0: Mm. Uh, well, New Jack City has become big Jack country, huh? Yeah. OK, Vicki, how about number two, please? And by the way, I'm going to ask Caroline to follow you. So Caroline, if you'll follow Vicky. Okay, Vicky, please. Number two.
2: Okay, this one is um, more of an urban type poem. Uh, I wrote this after the uh, insurgence of uh, the cocaine problem in America. And the name of the piece is called No More Primo. And for anybody that doesn't know what Primo is it's um, another name for crack cocaine. No more primo. Let's go. Quit looking high and low. Get about the floor. What are you looking for? A metaphor? It ain't happening no more. The only thing you dropped was hope. It ain't there, just like that piece you thought was dope. Hear me now. Watch my style. I'm about to get wild. They call me Wild Child. Don't try and buddy me. You want to study me? We can never agree upon my philosophy. Watch the vapors of my energy. See that big cloud over me? That's my high-grade mentality. I ain't no one-trick pony like a bunch of you phonies. I eat ital towel while you shit baloney. I got lyrics all up my sleeve like a cool summer breeze. When I change my wind like an Arctic chill, listen. And take notes when I spit my spill. Look, here comes my hook. Free throwing. I wrote the book. I don't compete, I teach, never preach. I always reach the open minds who are inclined to feel my rhymes. I'm one of a kind, wisdom divine, there's only one of me. I go by the name of Ola Day G, world renowned, queen to the throne. I hold my own. I don't leave victims, I leave dead bodies. Holler at me, somebody. I'm a veteran with mad skills. I'm gonna show you the drill. Stop, looking, and learn as I spit my spill. Once a man, twice a child. You can't touch me with the infantile style. No way, no how. Heads must roll and knees must bow. I am a murderer on the mic. I am undefeated, most duplicated and repeated. Cause when I got you on the ropes, I don't play fair, so if you suppose, I should, it's knee to the nose, knee to the nose. That's my hook, right hook, left hook, beat him up. What the fuck, sucker punch, drop kick, buck fuck, that's enough. Take that ass, whoop it, and go head on. Much love. Moving on. I hope you don't mind. I said, I hope you don't mind. I just showed you my old school veteran behind.
0: <sighs> MP. My, my, oh lady, oh lady. Express yourself, woman. Yes, you do. Okay, Vicky, how about a three is a charm, please.
2: Okay, three is a charm. Let's go with the, I got one, a little small one here. Um, Okay, it's going to take me a minute to pull this one up. Let's read something. like, it. Here it is. It's called Two Nations, and it's small. Two nations under one flag, divisible with justice for some and not for all. Some have some, some have none. Few have most all of the whole sum In peace.
0: Wow, okay, thank you. Oh, Thank you very much. And uh, we'll be looking forward to you also in the second round. So thank you. Uh, Some of that phrase is taken. Uh, Benedicta, that must be you, darling. How are you doing tonight?
8: Yes, I'm doing great. I'm currently at work. I wanted to see if I could present something and I go back. I'm at the hospital working, but I okay. just wanted to come online.
0: Okay, well, given the fact that you are have time restraint because you're working, and you 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 are a healthcare worker, so bravo for that. Okay, down there in Accra, in well not Accra but in Ghana, so uh, bravo for doing that healthcare work, sister. And uh, if Caroline doesn't mind, can we let uh, Benedicta go on while she's under you know under the gun for time? Benedicta, we turn it over to you.
8: Yeah, Maury, I'm. I'm currently not in Accra, I'm in Volta. It's a different region in Ghana.
0: Right, okay. Volta.
8: I hope my sound is better.
0: It is.
8: Okay. I want to read from my. Okay, hold on. Okay. Sorry, I'm loading it. So... Okay. So I read. In the middle of questioned thoughts, a gaze and a stare, with events of civil unrest, the peculiar cry of the heart, fights with unending demands, voices of grief, engraved in words, runes of fierce restraints, shades with penetrating struggles for peace and freedom, a niche of revolutionary turnouts for change. That's the first one.
0: Well, thank you. That's good. I hope it was audible. It was. It is. And so now, can you give us a second poem, Benedicta?
8: Then, yes. The next one is nostalgic. Just as you are, you unravel the pinnacles of outwardness, manipulated by his touch. He unearths the pulses of life. In abundance, proven hazes of life, with fades of an arcade, yielded in momentum. Nostalgic, he says my name. That's about it.
0: Okay. Is, Is he in your life today? For sure. Oh, good. Good to hear that. Dag, we got people staying together in in this crowd tonight. That's really good. You're not all lost <laughs> souls like myself. All right. OK, would you give you never us? never
8: know. You might get a good turnout soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, if I had you as my representative, as my agent, I'm going to, come down <laughs> to Vol- I'm gonna have to come down to Volta and, and, and uh, show myself. Definitely. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay
8: the okay. last one will be a monoku.
0: Okay, a one-liner. Here we go.
8: Faded clashes of the past.
0: Okay, would you read that again, please?
8: Faded clashes of the past.
0: Okay. Now, Benedicta, uh, are are you needing to go back to work soon? Go back to your...
2: Yes,
8: and my battery is running low, so when I get home, I can chip in for the second round by charging it. Yes, so I'll just go back and see whether everything is fine.
0: Okay, well, that'll be real good because uh, we look forward to you participating in the second round, Benedicta. For sure. Okay, good. Okay, we'll see you in a bit. Okay, poet, we'll see you in a bit.
8: Okay, thank you so much.
0: Yes, thank you. Okay, so now we're going to move northbound up the Atlantic and come into Paris, France with Caroline Adler here. Hello, Caroline.
9: Hi. Hi.
0: How Uh, are you? Well, well, I'm good and I'm glad you're here. So um, tell us, what, what, what would you present for us this evening?
9: Uh, well, uh, Spanish, uh, well, a poem in Spanish. <laughs> um, it will be, um, uh, uh, maybe I already, I don't um, No, I will begin by the French one and, um, it's about the summer and, um, well um the summer um uh, locked in the locked uh,
5: out.
9: yep uh, cuz i'm i'm staying uh, at home uh, cuz i'm fragile and my mom is old uh, <laughs> not so old but uh, the medicine the yeah the the medicine say uh, she is too old to be uh, <laughs> So it's dangerous to go out.
0: Yeah, so, avec uh, moments, huh?
9: yeah very complicated in
0: this time. Uh,
9: this last week, was was really, whoa, tired. I'm really tired.
0: <laughs> okay. So your first poem is in Spanish and it's about the summer, yes?
9: No, uh, the first one is in French and it's about oh. summer. Oh, okay. And the, the, la- the, the second one will be in Spanish.
0: Allez, commencez en français, voilà.
9: L'été. L'été est volatile, parenthèse dans parenthèse, brèves incursions, croisements de chemin, excursions, rencontres furtives, voire fugitives, Douce parenthèses enchantées, disparition, et tout est transformé en profondeur. Les éclats de regard ont changé. De ma couche ensommeillée, je parcours les mondes disparus de l'enfance, à la recherche de celles et ceux que l'été a emportés. L'été, bonde et ombilique de l'année, régénérateur du temps. On croit que c'est l'hiver, mais l'hiver prend son temps. L'hiver, c'est le temps, au long cours, les paroles de sel précieuses, savoureuses, en été, tout foulquant dans un éblouissement. Vient l'été indien. Son réalisme, encore baigné de songes savoureux et de nostalgie, au quotidien délivrance rappelant le chemin parcouru. Cet été, j'ai grandi de tout ça en dedans de moi. L'étuve caniculaire évacue les toxines, le corps se nettoie, se renouvelle. Pour renaître, il faut mourir un peu. Je mue, tel l'araignée ou le serpent. Cette année, l'avenir est au passé à la télé. Les séries, rendez-vous, suspense sont suspendus par la pandémie. Tout s'en arrêt. Jusqu'ici, tout va bien. Le temps de compter les morts viendra bien assez tôt. Ooh.
0: That's some real deal stuff there. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Took the idealism right out of summer and brought it down to realityville. All right. Thank you. Can you... I want to ask Jack Cooper to follow you. Jack Cooper, if you're listening, I would like you to follow Caroline, as she will now do her second poem, please.
4: Yeah. Uh,
9: the second one is about, uh, I I think I already read it last, uh, last time, but uh, I would like to read it again. <laughs> and it's about uh, vanishing. Um, um, yeah, vanishing like in, in the Hitchcock film, um, desaparición, ya no está, la casa ha desaparecido, no sé por dónde buscarla, es como si no fuera jamás, pero tiene que haber sido, Si yo no tuve, yo no estuviera aquí buscándola, ¿qué ha hecho papá? Papá ha borrado los índices del pasado, la ropa, los hilos para cozar, el bilboqué, y mi mini bici con tres ruedas de metal azul y rojo que me había hecho daño un día. Hizo como si yo no fuera de la familia, como si no me concernaba. Estaba en una especie de paraíso con gente que no les conocían. No me di cuenta. No era real. No podía ser, pero al volver, papá había borrado lo todo. Cuadro, casa, ropa, juegos, fotos. Los muebles estaban en su casa, algunos. Pero ya no era la casa, la casa, sino otra. Otro día había abandonado mi perro. Otro día quedan cajas con el contenido del buffet poco a poco. El presente ha devorado el pasado, pero no puede tocar mis recuerdos. Sé que ha existido, lo sé. Como el pasajero de una mujer desaparece de Hitchcock, lo sé. Pero la diferencia es que mi nona no está escondida. En punto de volver diciendo, ¡tarán! ¡Me había escondido! ¡Jijiji! No, ya no volverá nunca.
0: okay bravo it's in muy bien en español si hoy hoy padre mi casa su casa okay can you um jack cooper you're on board please and uh we, can we hear threes a charm from you caroline
9: mm-hmm. uh the other one i already Read it all the time, but it's a love poem in Spanish, and I think it can be nice to read it again <laughs> um it's um a, a sort of eco, um of a a poem of uh autochronopia um yeah, it's not an answer but a sort of echo. Le diría en el círculo de mis brazos hay un fuego. Es ferroz caníbal. Oh, no. Eso no es el mío, sino este. Era el de de Otto que había... Pues eso es el mío. Podría hablarte de 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 la noche de sus miles de estrellas. Podría hablarte de la fuerza del agua que atraviesa las montañas. Del hielo. De la lluvia, de mis lágrimas también podría. En el hueco de mis brazos hay palabras dormidas que se estiran despacio y regresan al sueño. Por día podría hablarte de la fuerza de, la, de los árboles, la tierra hormigueante de vida y de esa pequeña llama que en el hueco de mis brazos, cuando lucen las tinieblas, me deslumbra. Podría decirte de navegar hasta mí. Escondidos en las nubes, construyamos pues un nido, un nido al bien delicado, para hablar con las estrellas. Hace mucho frío allá arriba. Tus poesías nos calentarán. En el hueco de mis brazos llevo una pequeña llama. No sé de dónde viene. Nació conmigo. A menos que sea yo que nació con ella. Podría decirte lo que no sé, lo que no entiendo. Buscaríamos junto eh, emen, inventir, inventaríamos, exploraríamos con lámpara frontal, palmas, corta uñas, iríamos en búsqueda de dragones, guardianes de los vientos y de los ríos y de los montes solitarios. En el hueco de mis brazos me gustaría bajarme del nidal de estrellas, poder sentir tu piel, pero el miedo cae como una capa de hormigón sobre mis tías y me impide decir sentir mi amor, háblame, déjame una escalera que me lleve hasta ti.
0: That's a love poem. Well, deep down in Rio Escondido. Oh, sí, profundo. Okay, thank you very much in your Spanish and your French and explaining to us in your English. Thank you very much. This, people, is why I have been calling this series The World Cafe. Okay. So uh, now we are ready to come on board with uh, Jack Cooper. Are you there, Jack? I'm here. Well, we're here too. Come on board, Jack. Show us yeah, your face, you. if you will. Right, thank you.
10: I, uh, <clears throat> I can't really show my face. Well, you can. Are you having a bad hair
0: day? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Yeah,
10: never mind. Never mind.
0: But uh, we can hear you very clearly.
10: Oh, good, good, yes. My my camera, it seems, is uh, no
0: more. Okay.
10: So I have to make do with both my face and my camera. Okay. okay? So this first piece is called In Midst. And it, it it's part of a, a larger phrase from Keats, In Midst of Other Woe. Uh, The rest of it, I don't recall. It's called In Midst. Does my love hesitate for fear to lose? Unopened letters, telephone, unsung, left ringing, unrun to, death, not my own. Inevitable denaturation, possibly forestalled. Such, still mere excuse, deliverance execrates, forcibly abides. Anticipated endings have I long since first notion aggrieved answer assurances supply never thought of asking except blank repeats woe conceives yet beginning hope fashions a seawall tides seldom reach grief forfends fairly breaks Word alone relent. Imaginable view, extravagance, the eye purblind represent. Look,
0: dares inspite. Very, very nice, Jack. Deep sea diving for that romantic yeah. lore. Yes. OK, thank can you. we, thank yeah, you. thank you. Can we hear number two, please? Yes. And, and, and can we follow you with Bill Strangmeyer? OK, Bill, if you'll follow Jack. Okay. And then we'll call on Dane. So we'll just let, and there's Claire, and there's me. We're good. OK, Bill, number two, I mean, sorry, Jack, number two, please. Uh, this is called Don Juan in Hell.
10: Then, through my exquisite jealousy, fickle woman, hecate is expressed. Some reticence to touch signals fire in her, a salacious flare. Moist breath engulfs the ear, burns straight down. Hours imagined, infernal thirst, no earthly portion could bear, contrarities annealed. I run cold to meet, to recognize its list, its lustful, wet surrender mine. Lover in torturous dream, exposed myself. Weak with sensuality, keener, more obscene than even wicked innocence foretells this God's relish. Man must strive to comprehend second hand repeat while woman receive. Paradise. Harbor hope of heavenliness achieved. Felt whether arrows hit or missed.
0: Okay, Jack. Now, as as we've been uh, as actually I've been asking each poet who's been reading something. On or about someone, someone uh, dear to them. Did the person you wrote this poem to have they read it, received it, know about it? No. Okay. 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 Interesting. To write an intimate poem, I always hope myself that oh, I hope uh, she will read this and be filled with as much. uh, Yadda yadda yah as I felt when I wrote yadda yadda yah. And then sometimes I've written poems where she has never laid eyes on it. Yeah. Can you um can you give us threes of charm, Mr. Jack?
10: Yes, I, I will repeat uh, a line from my first poem in response to that, Mo. Hope fashions a seawall, tides seldom reach. Grief fends fairly breaks. Uh, this is called A Valentine Never Sent. I love you, Sherry. Your face echoes as the moon, my risen voice. You watch over me. Nights on either side, we dream in tandem too busy by day for our own until time goes away mantra yours self-discipline mind subjective disorder unable to get anywhere do anything on time and so what Love can even redeem then, if we dare not. Stars stand still and stare. For we are such improbably dissevered. Neither could reclaim nor grant entirely another. I love you, Shelley. I confess its death to your eyes. Let us, you and I, free both worlds we have changed. Continue to shine when no longer remain. I love you too well to say it, dead or never.
0: Well, you may have loved her too well to say it, but you done just said it very well indeed. Okay, Jack, thank you. And uh, stick around for the uh, second. Thank you. Yeah. Did y'all like them poems? Take a break and breathe. Y'all like them poems? Thumbs up if you like them poems. If you don't like them palms, we're going to cut your thumbs off. <laughs> all right. So now we're going to move over to the judge, uh, uh, um, who is, uh, I mentioned before, uh, we call him the judge because we have very little confusion understanding his opinions and points of view. And we benefit all the more for them. So I want to turn this over now to Bill, Bill Strangmeyer, the judge.
4: Thanks Mo, that may change a little. (laughs) Caller. Where did it come from and where does it go? The swell, the wave that feels like God is in my soul, bringing such an urgency, gainsaying frailty like a song that stirs the heart and could even move a nation. The tenor strong and I hope for crescendo welling up, washing off the past, washing off into the past, all sins and failures wept. Oh, it is this I wish to capture, wish to hold and wish to share, adding it to love so strong as if a harmony could lift it to a higher ground, a specter but a faith so rich and high it could be known to all who live in need, to all who fear, to children when the doubts and hurt first come like clouds, like clouds of poisoned rain that kill the sun and hide the moon. So grand and generous, this promise I can feel that sings as if a woman's alto, strong and full of longing, striking just like this a warmth into my core. And when that singing's run its course and falls, the ordinary that returns is just the way it is. As if the other'd never come or was just fun or fire. The holiness is lost and I forget. Nostalgia is what is left. But could I keep it, hold it soft? Would that be what we hope? if heaven had a purpose would heaven sing like this okay.
0: okay bill
10: yes
0: yes and number 2 please bill and by the way i would i would ask um, dane to follow bill if dane would prepare okay bill please number 2
4: okay uh let's see Where'd it go? Uh, Okay, a quote from the New York Times in 2004 Is a good death still eluding too many Americans? The findings suggest that changing the culture of dying will require a vast amount of work. Call this missing out on a good death. A blinding scandal and a stinking shame, but how can a machine stink when its axles are greased with rendered dreams? What is a chicken with no backbone when the king is a coward and the people hate the weak? We will manufacture the victim as an inside joke, justifying suppression of science and speech while churches and governors kill belief. We worship mammon, we worship death, we worship hate and we'll find a way out. But no God is but no God willing, the riddle is ripe for acclaim, the romance of the wicked is just that they laugh in spite of the loss of their glory and fame, in spite of demotion to the order of freaks and the long condemnation to drinking and gout. And if you iron the beetled brow, your death will be good and profit will flow. You were a star and a has been now, and all of the others feel moral about you although we'll be happy to see you go good.
0: That's why we call him the judge. (laughs) That is tragically correct in my experience. Tragically correct. So, I don't know. As soon as they came up long ago with uh, 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 non-participating people as collateral damage. Oh, you know, yeah. a- Every tragic episode, we get a new take on unnecessary deaths. Billy, how about Three's a Charm?
4: Okay, this one I'm not really sure about, and I'd appreciate uh, opinions on whether it works or not. It's a little bit long, not too long. Um, there's a quote uh, from the Huffington Post. Gravity exists as microscopically thin, vibrating strings, largely holding everything up like a marionette. It's called our own little hologram. Jack Dempsey woke up in a sweat, still in the jellyish cell he had dreamt. The manager of his family's factory was in a big space within translucent walls, downstairs, with his wife, the assistant manager. Jack could almost hear the whispers from afar. He knew they were talking about him in the factory and wondered if there was money. He couldn't see the future through the transparent walls he carried with him everywhere. One day another man turned down the corner of Jack's base and Jack punched through the walls, walls that the man didn't have, but when he walked away from the dreaming fallen man, the ectoplasmic walls were back. When the factory was well stolen, Jack's room was extricated from the house and sent on tour to mining camps by boxcar undercarriage. As the cage melted down in the rays of the winter and summer suns, Jack dared break through it more and more. One day, surrounded by square-strung ropes, he destroyed its plastery remains. Champion, cried the blind. Is life then virtual or serious lived in this our way? We float above real danger like a TV show, not yet oppressed and our loved ones live. The depression and the death of earth are as far away as racist lynchings and we are brave and fight our wars on drugs and terror, on education, on thought, as well as those who formulate the other party's sins. Do we deserve democracy or liberty or just the politicians faked up freedom? And is this a real question? And the decay spreads, gives reason for our fears, the fears we love and pray to for brain food. But we are daily saved by entertainment. The spectacles and tough guys played by sissies make us think that we are they as we hide our sex, like them, and pose our muscles on the well-earned couch. Crown of creation, end of days, and Jesus saves. Don't worry, be happy. Crime in the streets can be cured by race, by a gun, by wishing giving wings to pigs to change our wondrous world. Yang is action, yin the ground. Together they awaken us to energy in the universal field and so it builds and then divides by lines and circles, spheres as thought and feeling pass through time. And we imprisoned in our eyes and ears and food and perfume, shiverings and sloth. With these tools we plant our flag in all the heights and breadth and depth of space and length of time, and on a little patch of consciousness, grudgingly allowed in the growing world made of pages from a ledger. Thank you. Um,
0: I I got a lot of co- I got a lot of good meaning from your poem. That's my reaction from it. You're asking for feedback.
5: Yeah.
0: I certainly got it. How you focused minutely, and then you focused broadly, and uh, that was compatible compatible the departure from specific focus to broader focus.
4: A lot of times uh, I've been told that uh, the connections are not evident when I talk a little bit too long.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, talking too long is a problem in itself, but but going uh, but but abstracting uh, within a topic why not why not what's wrong with that yeah it's nice to hear
10: um hear you speak through jack dempsey
0: <laughs> yeah jack okay all right bill thank you very much and by the way uh some people i was talking with earlier today were talking about that you were talking about we rise above our fears like a television show or something and these uh actually three comics were are talking about you know everything on tv so much of it is about law and order and and, and how they always win in the end and it, and they have to wind it up to a, a good news in a one hour show and they were saying um, that, that that one movie adapted from uh, cormac mccarthy what is it no time what is it no time no
4: country, for no country for old men
0: yeah they said that just ends with like the bad guy up in the air And they said viewers were perplexed because it was not in formula, (laughs) like your poems. So there you go. And and the cops are always good people. Good people. So you stand with Cormac McCarthy on this, Bill, and that's pretty good company. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Indeed. All right. So now if we could uh, cross the ocean and go way on over to the fiery, fiery West Coast in uh california and to san francisco hello dane
11: hello hello mo hello everybody uh not burning up here yet plenty of smoke so i'll just dive in here okay nocturnal train dream in the dream i'm riding on a train like the Metro North entering a long dark tunnel to Grand Central Station or the Paris Metro. My cock is out, much bigger than in the for real, porno movie big, hard, battering ram hard, strong enough to crash through castle gates, setting them on fire for grins. Everyone looking at the floor, looking at the ceiling or on their cell phones calling 911, or video capturing the events transpiring, a stranger to me, a woman, dosy doze up, strap-on wagging, bends me over the seat and fucks my ass. And when she reaches around to grab me just as I'm coming, I think, now this is a woman I could marry and divorce and marry and divorce and take home to meet mama.
0: Yeah, I got to hear your mama's reaction. <laughs>
11: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: well, that sounds like Kurt Colbain and Courtney Love. But, uh-huh. Uh Yeah. Okay, number two, Mr. Dane.
11: Uh, Sachidananda. Where is the bus to Sachidananda? I borrow this for my own use, to put a word to what I'm doing anyway to let the sleepy part take a nap so the rest of me can fully awake. I cut off my arms so long ago, now I'm reattaching them, stat, sat. So my fingers can feel again what is real really, being, good, true, right, essence. I see old things new, ched, consciousness. There is no place to go when you are everywhere. I won't let the worry of dark I, I I let the worry of dark alone settle to the bottom of the lake. I was always free just for the saying yes, any place is holy land. Some are worshipped by you learning them so. Ananda, happiness, joy, bliss, seeing a fellow fellow traveler on dusty road sitting in the garden talking. Holding souls close, loving work, existential consciousness, bliss. Say hello and welcome to gentle, calm, and kind. Till the release of the big let go.
0: Oh, yeah! All right, thank you. Uh, w- were you a fan of Jack Kerouac? <laughs> I yeah yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the Lonesome Traveler and On the Road, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 It's all so good until it goes. Yes. Yeah. Um, can we hear number three, Dane, please? Three's a charm, brother. All right.
11: Blush. When the petals wrap around you like angel wings, morning sun yellow paints your body gentle, kind, kissing, kissing, kiss. Crow ants in your hair, a honeybee lands on your left nipple, searching for the memory of your baby's milk, sweet. Here you are safe in harbor at meadow, green and mustard yellow, swells, falls, arching, pulsing, coyote guards, garden border and you. Adjusting your hips, you blossom wider, fingers surprise each one of the petals. Linger attention sacred licks from bear awakes you laughing follow the cloud animal parade the fluffy leads back inside you slipping on mossy wet rock squeezing to brace the fall floating on blanket on grass on earth cozy clouds caress the all of you you swell just enough to meet it all senses alive, you relax, get ready, wanting the shifting of urge, the pulsing of fingertips on heartbeat, beating, butterflies flapping alight, tickles, giggles, breathing, hotter than the burning bush. Extinguish the flame with pollen, sticky, sweet, oozing, leaking, licks, lubricate, sensual sympathia, spreading wide, out, open, This woman, this Sheila McGee, plowed, planted, blending, merging the land and self, contractions expel, the pleasure coming out, the many sparkles of liquid peaches, gifts, more than enough for tomorrow.
0: Yeah, warm and wet, thank you. And I was saying, honeybee lands on your left lip nipple, searching for searching the scent of your baby milk. Uh, 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 No, searches for the memory of your baby's milk. Wow, that that struck me among other lines you 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 put in that poem. Well, okay, thank you very much. Hang hang in there for the second round. And now I'm going to cross the ocean again and come back here to Paris in France and and ask to hear something. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. Ask to hear something from Claire. Hello, Claire.
12: Hi, everybody.
0: Hi, Claire. How are you? You
12: good?
0: Yeah, I feel good. Anybody else feel all right tonight?
1: I'm feeling all right, although I'm probably about to pass out now. So, I'm going to have to miss your performance, Claire. I'm sorry.
0: Okay. Because, because it's a couple hours later where Mo is, and he starts very early in the morning. So, leave the recording on, though, Mo, and I'll turn this off later. All right. All right. You got it. Leave uh, this
1: uh, So, yeah. My computer is going to stay on, so it keeps on recording, and okay. uh, I just made you host. Okay? Oh, well, thank you.
0: Thank All you very right. much. No. All right, everybody say thank you, Mo, for your technical help and your, your fine poetry. Thank you. Thank speak you. Mo. Bye, uh, Mo. Well, Mo. Thanks, Mo. Bye bye. Okay. Good night. So, so Miss Claire, over yeah, to
12: I'm you. Gonna read, I'm going to read one first poem called Chaos. This chaos makes me want to hide somewhere between my new and my older self. The terrible noise of the cars makes it almost impossible for me to get out of my place. And the streets already seem to move while I'm still on my bed. When did this start? When did this happen? A world of every sound assailing me and telling me to stop every minute, every second, to fight that tumult of the outside world. But I must go on, I must go where the poems are, where the words still have significance, where the letters are my friends, and I feel myself again. I must go on, and I will fight again and again until it's okay not to feel safe, until the feathers are my friends and let me fly, fly away without fear, without pain, fly where the skies are gray.
0: Yes, all right.
12: My first one.
0: Yes, and reminding everyone that that's in Claire's second language. If she's ready. This poem in. Okay, Claire, number two, please.
12: I have another one called Heaven or Womanhood. It's very different. He bites my arm. There's still lipstick on the pillow. Plates filled with Chinese food rest on the table like exhausted witnesses of hunger and passionate love. My mind is full of jazz. I wanna play the saxophone and hold this instrument as though it was my lover. This is because of Miles Davis. His music is like honey. It flows in my heart and caresses my soul the same way he holds me with vigor and tenderness with desire, fearless. The high note sounds like a music from a cloud, muffled and cotton-like. I feel like I am five while listening to this song, melting in his arms like sugar in a cup. We just made love. I've never felt such perfect contradiction between childhood and womanhood. I'm in the middle. I feel so strong and fragile at the same time. It's like a never-ending ocean driving me up to the horizon, taking me to the skies of heaven.
0: Yeah, yeah, and a shout out to jazz and Miles Davis as as the elevator up, yeah. You, You know, I as a jazz poet can certainly ring with that. Okay, Claire, can we have a threes a charm, please?
12: Yeah, I'm gonna uh, leave you a choice between one called Grown Man or the other called The Cat. Which one would you rather have?
0: Uh, well, I like grown men.
10: Yeah, grown men sounds good. Yeah, grown men.
12: And it's actually a poem I wrote about another poet whose, whose performance really touched me. Grown man, he brushes his forehead as if from embarrassment. But the lines come through anyway, in some truth and grace, keeping in profile as if to hide his depth. The little boy is not there between these fingers, but a grown man, gently exploring his soul. The words come through anyway. And their great sensitivity brushed the air, in a nuanced purple cloud, in silence.
10: Love that last line. Okay, Claire. The cloud in.
12: In a nuanced purple cloud in silence. Wow,
10: gorgeous.
0: Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, beautiful. Thank you, Claire. Okay, well, I, I, I happen to be uh, the last one in this round, and um, I got to open the night with one, so I will return now with two. We were so many. We were working as one. We were miles and miles like mulling wheat. It is sizzling this summer heat. But now we are scattered, alone and apart. Flung, flung we are, so near and far apart. But you and I may live as one, though coals in the heart. And if anything is left of the coal in the soul, oh, please, flash it to me. you.